I saw your mom the other day. She's a, I love your parents. She's a character, man. Yeah. She's funny. She is. She's hilarious. Like when there's, when your dad's not around and it's just her and you're sitting there with her, she's, like she is hilarious. She, her memory's starting to slip a little bit. And she came in to, uh, Grant had a school musical last Tuesday. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, Monday. Uh, or uh, Monday. Monday. Uh, had a school music yeah, thing. Yeah, because Layla had one too. And, and so she came to the music thing. And then I'm walking her to her car as, as everything's over. And she got lost and couldn't remember where she parked. Oh, dude. <laughs> so, that's not good. I know. And that's not, that's. So, like, she's had dementia and stuff like that running her family hard. So and is so, your dad. I know. And so she, like, went and got tested for all that. And they were like, no, we think it's probably memory like related to stress and all they got they got a lot going on so yeah they do uh they do and there's like some serious vitamin deficiencies will yeah like fog up your brain pretty hard yeah and i I think it's it's not really memory as much as it is brain fog she's just yeah overwhelmed all all the things coming in are just spilling off the top so i feel like that a lot (laughs) yeah yeah okay all right let's get this thing started okay Uh, start us if you're new to this show uh, we are a show built for trades-based professionals that are looking to start their own business or have recently started their own business and they're looking for a little advidence, uh, advice, advice, guidance, there you go, and uh, some direction. So um, just to uh, predicate ourselves a little bit, my name is Mitch Smedley. I own Smedley Plumbing. We started our business in 2020. And um, we, we started it in like mid to late 2020. Uh, 2021, we did like 779,000 in revenue. 2022, we did 1.2 million. And this year, we are going to probably squeak out high 1.4, maybe 1.5 million in revenue. Not uh, sure yet. That's revenue. That's not profit. Well, we're definitely high 1.4s. I'm, I'm pushing hard for 1.5. You think this month's going to make it? Christmas is tough, we, dude. If, if Although we, Christmas comes on a Monday, Tuesday. So it's like it doesn't eat the whole week. Yeah, but still, it's uh, yeah. Guys are we, gone. People don't want to call. If we're gonna hit one point five million, I would have to do more revenue this month than we've ever done in our company's history. Which I we mean, we just did that last month. We set a revenue record last month, was it, and so we would have to break that record again, and not only break it, but like abolish it. So I'm trying, and right now we're pacing for it. Okay, we're actually pacing for it. What but, is today? The 11th or 12th? Today's the 12th. Today's the 12th. I think. I think it's to, I think it's the 12th. The 12th. Yeah. Um. So we're, what's it got to be at this month? Do you know the number? <laughs> yeah, I know the number. What's the number? Tell me the, what the number the is. The number would have to be about 180,000. What are we at now? Uh, right now, we're pacing for 198,000. Oh, right so, on the edge. But we're early in the month. A lot can happen. We've in had the some end of big the month, jobs. It, you know what? It's weird. So, like at the end of the month, like it can tail off because of Christmas, but it could also, like, like the rule of thumb is you don't know what the end of the month's going to bring. Yeah. And it just, you never, like, it could just take off. Yeah. So, I mean, we're staying ready. We've got the pipeline built. We're just trying to fill the pipeline. So it's just a matter of getting it done. So um, that's regardless of which, we're going to have a pretty good... I know, right? Well, that's, I mean, that's, a, that's what it is, right? Your no, sales pipeline, your install yeah. pipeline. The pipeline's built. We just got to fill it. Well, and the thing is, like there's... That's why people have monthly averages and, and then like write their goals off of those averages or their prior years. Yeah. Like that's that gives you a good barometer of where we're going to be at or where I think we're going to be at. Yeah. And it's, it's always weird because 
you know, you're thinking, okay, by the end of this month, we're going to be at our barometer. We're over. So I know we're going to end up being over. Yeah. Well, and then at ta- the end of the month tanks and what happens? You're at your average. You know what I mean? The beginning of the month was great. The end of the month was not yeah. as great. What happened? You were on your average line. Like well, that's just. So like how we track everything is we. Usually how it works. We build our budgets based off of staffing. How many people we have in sales positions. And sales then, positions that are actually working. Like do you take into account vacations and stuff yeah, like guys yeah, that are going to be gone? Yeah, yeah. So we build it off of our, our schedule working, right? And yeah. so on all of my tracking sheets, it's, you know, four guys planned for today. We had four today, right? Or three guys planned for today. We had three. Um, some days when guys call out sick or whatever, it's like, okay, we planned for three guys, but we had, we only had two. So it's going to be really hard to hit budget today because yeah. we only had two instead of three or, you know, whatever the case may yeah. be. Yeah. And that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Like that law of averages thing kind of comes into play. Yeah. Right. The other nice thing is when you're tracking, you're pacing every single day. So <clears throat> I have, I have a virtual assistant that is over in the Philippines and she crunches all of our numbers throughout the day, uh, while I'm asleep. And then I wake up to a series of messages and emails from her that basically give me a download of exactly how we performed yesterday. Is she is she comfortable enough with you now that like she'll put in there, hey, jackass, you didn't meet your numbers today? No. Uh, no, that's because, no fun. Because I'm driving but the numbers. There's no there's no fun emails. Like no, it's there just, is. It's there, all business. There is. It's just <laughs> it's just that's not her. Not her personality. Yeah, that's not her personality, yeah. right? Um, but um, so that's, yeah, every morning I get to wake up and literally, like a lot of people, everyone's different. And I'm not going to say you're wrong for doing this. You know, some people say like, you know, wake up and no phone for 45 minutes and meditate or go on a walk or like whatever. And for me, like right now, my life is my business. And so for me, it's literally my eyes open and I go grab my phone and I look at my daily reports from yesterday. All right, so you've newly started your company and you're trying to pinch pennies. However, you don't realize the biggest thing that's hurting you right now is not gathering all of your information into one spot and making it super efficient for you to use. So the answer is Field Pulse. It gets you off of paper tickets. It gets you off of all of that crazy office work at the end of the day and reconciling all that stuff. And it lets you organize everything with ease. It puts it all into the computer. It actually puts it all into the cloud. So it's not even putting it on your computer. And it lets you organize your customers. It lets you organize all of your service calls. Heck, it'll even route you to your service call. And the best part is, even after all of that, you'll probably realize about a 100% growth in your business just in the first year of using Field Pulse. So if you'd like to check out Field Pulse and see what great looks like, click on the link in the description of this show. Because the, Is that to, the first thing you look at? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't scroll social media. I don't do anything. I go straight to those reports because... Like that tells me for the day where my mind needs to be at. If we yeah. had a kick-ass day, I need to be congratulating the team. I need to be, you know, keeping that ball rolling, right? Yeah. And if for, we had a shitty yeah. day, then I need to be identifying what went wrong and where, and I need to be course correcting as early as I can. Yeah, it's interesting. So people that listen to the podcast and that know you a little bit are very surprised that the first thing you look at is that and not social And not media. social? Well, yeah. then I immediately... Like they're, they're 100% like, yeah. oh... Mitch has been talking shit this whole time and all the trade wins calls about you got to be on social media. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Well, no, then I go to the gym and I'm on social Well, at the gym. While you're at the gym? Yeah, that's my social You're time. on social while you're at the gym? Yeah, I'll do a set and then while I'm recovering, 
I'll do what's your look. I'll do posts. Or, you know, we told everyone we were going to do less tangents, but fuck that. What what's the um like? What's your my gym routine? Rigmarole. Yeah, when you so, do a set, like how long do you give yourself to recover? Yeah, ultimately I do. I know Trent's ears are picked picked up right yeah, now. I was like, yeah. hey, well, okay, we're talking. What are we talking about? Over a three day series, I'll do fifteen different exercises, five exercises each day. Give me um, one day. Give me just give me a day. So I'll, like, I'll break out of one day. Today Say was, you're going to do arms one well, day. Yeah, so I got upper body push day, upper body pull day, and then legs. And so upper body push is chest press, shoulder press. Um, I do a series of like... like So do you do three sets of... So after a set of 10... I, I, do, I'm just three, gonna, I do three sets of 20. Okay. After a set of 20, how do long do you give yourself to the next set? Um, I'm just curious. A, a minute or two. Okay. So just I, like you walk it off a little bit when those muscles just, quit burning, then I you just get sit back in the on the machine and just wait a minute and just wait it out. Yeah. So, and then when I'm ready for the next set, I go, do you, um, so it's different. That's interesting. Do you, do you use free weights or do you machine? Most everything I do is machine. I don't do any dumbbells or anything. You like don't that. do any free weights. Mm-mm. Interesting. So I like the machines cause you can isolate it. Right. Like, like let's say I did a bench press with dumbbells with free weights. Yeah. You have a lot of stabilizer muscles that are getting in there and working, and I'm not knocking the stabilizer muscles, but like if I'm doing a chest press, I want to accentuate the chest, so I don't want all of my energy going to those stabilizer muscles. I want to grow the chest, and so I'm doing a chest press on a machine to where all the movement is guided, and it's literally only your chest and only your triceps yeah. pushing that weight forward. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Yeah. Um, like, and then I do some cable machines, too. Okay. So... And that's that's kind of the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I, it's so weird. We're like I like free weights because those stabilizer muscles and those ones that don't get worked mm-hmm. only get worked when you're lifting free weights. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to get big. Like I've been lifting weights every day since I start. I failed 75 hard. Right. Which I've told everyone in the group, but I've still been working out twice a day. Mm-hmm. But I like the free weight. It, it's weird because like when you first start, like just for example, when you're doing a curl bar or whatever. It's like when you first start out, you're almost off balance because all of those other muscles aren't springing into action immediately yeah. to hold to stabilize you. Yep. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to get big, but I want everything to be strong. Yeah. Right? So it's just... Well, I, I'd, I'd be in for a rude awakening if I select shoulder press. Um, when I'm doing sets of 20s, I'm doing 80 pounds on each shoulder. So 160 so 160. Pounds. Which um, one shoulder press? Is that this one? Yeah, straight up. Okay, yeah. And, um, I do like, a so if I clean. was to do free weight, so it, on a set of 10, I'd probably be about 110 pounds. Yeah. Um, That's on right. each, on each shoulder. Well, that does not mean I can go grab 110 dumbbells and go. No, you, you put your arm, you'd never I mean, get I'd it probably up. Probably blow a shoulder out. You'd trying never to get do it that, up. Yeah. Right? So, um, the weights are different, but it's not about the, well, cause like each machine's different. Yeah. You know, like I can go from one planet fitness to another planet fitness. Their machines are set up different. And yeah. on this planet fitness, I'm doing 80 pounds on this machine. But on this other planet fitness, like I can barely squeak out 60 pounds. Yeah. It, but it doesn't matter. Like I don't care what the number is. It's did no, I, it's not the weight you're lifting. It's the yeah. am I getting the result yeah, where I, I want to see it? Did I, I, I do reps to failure. And the idea is to fail at about 20 reps. Um, I want that. I want that volume. Yeah. So, and some people, and for some people at a certain weight, that's 10. Like, we're not going to give you a whole thing here. Yeah. Like if you were doing, if you were doing 160 and you could get to 20, you could maybe do 180 and get to 12. Yeah. 15. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, it's not no about, matter where you're at. 
yeah. there's going to be a failure point. Yeah. So, so I was just curious. Yep. I like to, I that's found where, out some things about Mitch the last couple episodes. Well, and that's where social, for me in our time zone and the times that I'm in the gym, that's where social media seems to be more responsive. Like I could make a badass post at 6 a.m. while I'm in the gym and it'll get a hundred likes within an hour. If I made that exact same post at two in the afternoon, it's it like might only get, town. it might only get seven likes. And it's just the cycles of when people are on social media to interact with it and read it and everything else. So yeah. um, that's when most of my posts go out. Like, um, you know, I've made posts at other times of the day and it's like, oh man, that's just a disaster. It's kind of weird. <laughs> it's probably like your audience is, <laughs> if, if a lot of people on your Facebook are like you, they're also going to be in the gym starting their day early. Yeah. Because I can see like maybe if you're a video gamer, like your posts might do well at like... In the 2 a.m. or in the yeah. evening or something. Yeah. 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 It all depends on what your audience is. Yeah. So, and what you're doing. And there's no research or anything else that's just like, okay, yeah, when I post in the morning, they get more reaction. Cool. Yeah. So I just time it up. Interesting. All right. Topics for today. What do you want to talk well, about? Well, we introduced me about what I do oh. and everything else. Oh, here. You want me to, uh, you want me to introduce myself? Yeah, Dave, introduce yourself real fast. Uh, my name's David Hilton. Yeah. I have been doing heating, air, and basically electrical for 22 years. Okay. I have a small business building um, custom live edge tables that I only do for custom orders. So if you want one, hit me up. It's going to be expensive as shit, but I'd be happy to do it for you. Um, what else do you want me to talk about? That's it. I'm married. I have a daughter. She's 10. I love my life. I love doing my podcast with my buddy Mitch yep. and our Trade Wins program, which is... The maybe, highlight of Dave's day. Maybe saved my life in <laughs> a lot more areas than I'd like to uh, talk about. Um, but, uh, like, I just, I want to talk about, what do I want to talk about? I just want to say how grateful, this is a weird time to bring it up. We were talking about Christmas earlier a little bit. and get, We're going to talk about gifts, like, that you give to people and all that kind of fun stuff. Right. Like, we're getting to the end of the year. Um, but we talked to the guys in Trade Winds, right? And, like, you know, they'll message me. Uh, we'll have our one-on-ones. The amount of energy I get from them and the amount of, what do I want to say? The amount of joy it brings me to be in the Trade Winds group and be doing this podcast with you right. is amazing. Yeah. I love it. I fucking, I love that's only one today, Austin. <laughs> I told my grandmother I would stop cussing so much on the podcast, but it brings me so much joy to be part of the greater solution. Yeah. You know, um, I've been trying to get out of, well, I'm just going to go on a tangent. I was trying to like hold it in, but I'm going to do it anyway. I've been trying to get out of new construction and service for a number of years. Right. That being said, last week I roughed in a house eating cooling and I'm wiring one right now. Like this week, I'm hoping I'm going to get done wiring this house. Um, and I've been trying to get out of it. And one of the reasons that I'm going to be able to get out of it is because of this podcast mm -hmm. and the Trade Winds group. I will, when I finally decide I'm going to step away from that and do that, I'm going to take a huge pay cut. Yeah. And I don't give a shit. No. Because I love helping the guys and gals that are in the group. I love doing the podcast with you. I love talking to Austin, even though he's... Uh, younger and more weird than me in different areas because we're so different. Like, I just, 
those things, like for the first time in a really long time, I've found something that brings me some serious joy right. and something that really drives me to be better. Like I've been working on the stupid HVAC price book. fucking price book for, I had to basically learn Excel all over again. Yeah. Like, and it's painful to me. Yeah. My eyes are bleeding. My back hurts. I'm standing in front of that computer, but I know that like what I'm working towards is going to help other people yeah. more than me going out there and roughing in a new house or me going out there and helping people with service. Yeah. Like do that. It just, it like, seriously, it, it brings me, I know I said this, it brings me a lot of joy. I love it. Yeah. Like I fucking love it, dude. Well, it, it's, you mentioned the price it's book. It's so great. You mentioned the price book. If you're listening to this show and you're a plumber, so that's me, by the way. We do have, <laughs> we do Out have mind, a, a trade wins price book available for purchase. Yeah, um, we don't talk about it a lot on the show, so no, we don't. Um, I don't even know if the, we've announced it like more than one time. Yeah, the, even on social media, the price book has oh, like 990 pieces of material in it. It's got over 220 standard task codes for plumbing repairs. It's got over 800 customized task codes for like open type jobs where you can't generally like you can't have a normal task for it. You got to custom task the job. Yeah, you've got to you got to like, freeform it. You've got to add all your parts up. You've yeah. got you got to estimate how long it's going to take you, and then that matrix will. Yep. And, and then it's got over a thousand excavation codes for the same thing because every excavation is different. Yeah. Um, length, depths, obstacles, everything else, right? So yeah. um, most price books sell for deep into the thousands of dollars. We're talking five to ten thousand dollars. You don't own it. And then some of some price books you just lease them monthly, you never actually own it. Yeah. And if you want to um, make a change, you've got to dive in there and yeah. get someone to make the change for you, and it's a yeah. It's a fucking nightmare. And so the trade that I've learned. The trade wins price book is two hundred and fifty bucks. You own it. It's yours. We give you tutorial videos for how to use it. And we even give you tutorial videos for how to upload it into your CRM. So like, um, and let's, it's it's let, pretty badass how that works. Let's just talk about that for a second. Like people that bought the book and then deleted their files through their email, like they email me and I send them new files for free. Yeah. Like and they ask questions, they email me. I don't know how my phone number got on the receipt, but yeah. like it's like somehow so, my phone some, number's on called there. You. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, more than once. Yeah. And they're like, hey, how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I do this? Yeah. And we're happy to help because the the whole goal of the price book is the same as the podcast. It's to help the next generation of plumbers and heating and cooling guys yeah. to, to help everybody forward. succeed. Like everyone complains and bitches. It's so expensive. There's not enough guys. There's no one I can trust. We're working on it. Yeah. Like that's the whole point. We're like, getting there in the trade winds group. A, a few Monday motivationals ago, I posed like the whole video was, Take someone under your wing this week, mm -hmm. like that, you know, has no clue how you got to where you are. Right. And look at them and be like, hey, dude, do you know how much money you could make doing this? Yep. Like, this is how we get there and light a fire under their ass. Yeah. That's like, you know, in 08, when the new construction market and everything, all that stuff st kind of started to tank. No one was getting trained. We've talked about it a hundred times. But this is a real thing and it's a real problem. Mm -hmm. Like, and so now it's all starting to pick back up and, you know, we're happy to be part of that adventure, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Making so, a difference in the trades community. Yeah, you so don't have to wing it. We're here for you. Yeah. So as far as introducing myself, that's like the most long winded, there you go. over the top, crazy explanation ever. 
All right. Email me on Facebook or whatever, and we'll talk about it. So we got three topics today. We'll be back on topics. We're going to try. <laughs> I never so, started my clock either, so we're just going to have to listen to we're Austin. We're just going to wing it. Yeah. Uh, so topic one is obviously we're in Kansas City. The Chiefs are a pretty hot topic right now they with the officiating. They fucking suck. So um, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna awful. talk about the Chiefs, not quite in the way that you think we're gonna talk about the Chiefs. Um, we're gonna parallel the leadership qualities that we see amongst the Chiefs and parallel those to you and your business and everything else. Um, and then we're gonna talk about an amazing, absolutely <clears throat> amazing customer service experience that I had recently. Um, as as an owner or as no as a consumer as a consumer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we're going to talk about client gifts. When is it appropriate to give your client a gift? Oh, I thought you were going to talk so, about employee gifts when you said gifts. Nope. Client oh, gifts. Oh, okay. Yeah. So topic one, Chiefs. So um, obviously, if you don't watch the NFL, then you might not know what we're talking about. If you do watch the NFL, then you've seen a, bit, a thousand okay. memes and, and everything else about the Chiefs. So basically, two games ago... Um, the Chiefs had like an amazing pass where we got pretty much freaking date raped on the on the receiving end. And of no things. one said anything and to no anyone. One, no one said anything. No no flags were thrown on the PI. Uh, it was it was very obvious defensive pass interference, and nobody yeah. nobody flags were thrown and everything else. Yeah, it was awful. And so we we had all that, and in the press conference after the game. Mahomes didn't blame the refs. He didn't do anything. I took the high road. He took the high road. So, and, so the coach. And, right? and, and the, the, the key part about it is Mahomes said two very key things in that press conference that establishes why Mahomes is an amazing leader. One of the things he said was he took ownership for the receiver not catching that ball. He's, I could have thrown it better. He said I could have thrown it a little better. Which we right? all know was bullshit. I mean, he right. hit the guy I mean, right the, I mean it's, on the, it's, close. it's on the nuts, right? dude. So, but then he you also could, you could throw that ten times, and yeah. if it, if it landed where it did four of those times, you'd be the best in the league. Like, yeah. come on. So, but then in, in these reporters in these post game interviews, they're trying to get the people that they're interviewing. They're they're literally trying to get them in trouble. Um, and you saw this after this last game. Um, but the reporters are asking them about the refs, and they're trying to get Mahomes to get a reaction about the refs. They're trying to get him to badmouth the refs or something else. And Mahomes appreciated the fact that a flag wasn't thrown at the end. He appreciated the fact that the refs are letting the guys play the game. They're yeah. not throwing arbitrary <clears throat> flags Sorry. over some bullshit, right? Yeah. Letting them play. And, and yeah, that one cost us. But still, the, Mahomes had the appreciation to let them play, right? So now, this latest game, um, final drive of the game, we're down against the Bills and uh, Kadarius Tony lines up in the neutral zone, foot over the line. Which is a penalty. Which is a penalty. Um, however, um, they, they throw the flag, and um, they score the, the play goes on. Mahomes yeah. throws the ball to Kelsey. Kelsey laterals it back to Tony. Tony scores a touchdown. It's like one of the greatest plays that will never count, right? Yeah. Um, it was and, pretty fun. <laughs> and, and so... It was pretty fun. The... Here's like, yes, ultra black and white. Yes, Kadarius Tony did line up offsides. However, wide receivers line up offsides all the fucking time. Every game, every single game, multiple wide receivers will line up offsides multiple times throughout the game. 
The reason the refs don't throw the flag is because when your route is 60 yards down the field, that two inches isn't going to make a difference. That four inches isn't going to make a difference. Now, if you're a lineman, two or four inches makes all the difference in the world. If you're a wide receiver, lining up two or four inches forward or back isn't really affecting the outcome of the game. It's not affecting the outcome of the play. But then on top of that, the general standard is the wide receiver can always check with the side judge and or the line judge and, and see are they good or are they not good. Now, the line judge is not required to tell them you're good or not good, but there's some etiquette there, right? Yeah. Um, I and, will say... And, I, well, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. And then, Sorry. even in addition to all of that, if they're not checking or even if they are checking... If they're getting bad, if you're constantly lining up over the line or whatever, typically the ref's going to come over to the coach and say, hey, you got to get your boy back on the line. He's lining up over the edge. Or, or they'll tell the receiver that. Exact or they'll tell thing. the receiver, yeah. right? And so to give you some stats on this particular penalty that was called, Andy Reid has coached over 20,000 plays from the line of scrimmage. This is the first time ever in Andy Reid's coaching history that that penalty was ever thrown. Okay. Um, the, the first time that the last time that penalty was thrown against the chiefs was in 1995. So we got to go back 20, what is that? 28 years. That's longer than that. Probably. Um, so do, you get, do I need to get my calculator? No, out? it's okay. about 28 years. <laughs> so now, does that negate the fact that it was a penalty? No, it obviously was a penalty. But that's like, like you could find penalties on every single play, right? Yeah, it's like holding. It's it's like holding, yeah. right? If and, you're if you're holding him inside and the guy doesn't go outside, you're good. If, right. he, if you're holding him inside and he goes outside, it's a hold. If you're it's, holding him outside and he goes inside, it's a hold. You know, I, yeah, yeah, I get it. There's arbitrary shit all over the place, right? But ultimately, Mahomes' campaign is let the guys play the game. If the penalty is not affecting the outcome of the game, if the foul the the flagrant violation is not affecting the outcome of the game, then let the guys play the game. Well, and that's what – I know where you're going with that because that's what he was saying the week before, didn't say anything. And then right. this week, the ref cost him the game, basically, by by not letting them play. By not not letting necessarily the play the throwing the flag, but right. by not letting the guys just play. Right. And, and so some key things happen here. Um, at the end of the game – Reed's doing his post-game press conference, and the reporters are just baiting him and baiting him and baiting him, and they keep asking. Yeah, he was, pretty shut, he was pretty shut down. He was he was shutting it down. He said, I'm not talking about it. Did you it. listen then, to it on the way home? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, and then like the I very to, next question, they go right the back at the refs. Cowboys after that. <laughs> the very <laughs> next question, they go right back to the to that question again. and he's, he, he knew it. He knew that was coming. He just had to keep telling them over and over and over, I'm not answering these questions because they really kind of can't, right? Yeah. Well, Mahomes, I mean, they can, but they... They got to be careful. He Not only... Let's just talk, call it how it is. He's a good leader, and he's been around enough to know that if I say something stupid, it's going to be my ass. Yeah. So until I actually see the video footage, like, I'm not going to say anything. Right. Like, it's, it, it's the same thing as pleading the fifth. Yeah. And Mahomes is a little younger. He's still an amazing leader. Mahomes got a little vocal about it. However, he wasn't bashing the refs necessarily. He's still staying the same line. Let the guys play the game. That's what Mahomes wants. He wants he wants less pointless penalties and let the guys play the game, right? And so, um, <clears throat> you know, you, you got all these like, 
Chiefs haters and Mahomes haters out there that have just been waiting, just been waiting for something to happen. And then they're using the, the the convenient opportunity. You know, I've lost respect for Mahomes. Dude, you never had respect for Mahomes. Well, let's just be honest. Well, first off, that's just how social media, regular media, yeah. that, like that's just how pop culture yeah, is. You've lost a customer. That's just, it, yeah, <laughs> it's the same thing. That's yeah. just, it, it is what it is. Yeah. That being said, um, when we won the Super Bowl last year and Bradbury caught on the other team got called for that penalty, like he didn't come out and say, hey, you've got to let him play the game you can't throw that flag there no he celebrated a championship and was like fucking mm. you know right so uh, like and that's one of those things like you can't be nitpicky about it right because it's always going to come around to sometimes you're going to get the calls and sometimes you're not yes. did you did you watch my Monday motivational right after that yes yeah like ultimately the, the, the whole thing was the whole premise of that Monday motivational was and I'd had a few soda pops like I'd watched the game, you know, I was yelling at the TV. Right. And I and I hope it, it it came across as clearly as I was thinking it in my brain, but like no matter what happens in business, you're going to get screwed. There's yeah. going to come a time when you get fucked. Yep. And you've got to pay up. Like it just is what it is. Like you're not going to live on the easy side of the line all the time and everyone's just going to come up to you and be like, "Oh, Mitch, I love you so much. Here's your here's your money and here's a little bit of bonus extra. No. Sometimes you're going to get screwed and some guy's going to be like, I'm not paying you. Yeah. Like that's just what, or the city's going to come in and be like, hey, you didn't pull the proper permits. Yep. You owe $785. Like those are things that just happen. Mm-hmm. You call an employee, I'm sorry, you hire an employee and that employee's bad and he makes a lot of bad decisions and you don't get sales from those decisions yeah and then he quits and you literally spent five grand getting him into a truck yeah getting him paid getting him uniforms paying for his insurance and he maybe made a thousand dollars worth of sales and then you fire that guy yeah that's a four thousand dollar loss yeah that was the point that i was trying to make in that money motivational was hey sometimes you're just going to get screwed yeah and your the real challenge is to pick yourself up dust yourself off and say screw it I'm going to keep moving forward because I know that if I have all my ducks in a row and I'm making the right decisions, that at least 80% of the time, 90% of the time, 95% of the time, I'm going to be on the right side. Right. And I'm going to be moving forward. Yeah. And and when it comes down to leadership, there are some Mm -hmm. key things to take away, like from the Chiefs scenario, these last couple of games. Um, Never once have you seen... Mahomes blame his receivers for dropping passes. He should. They suck. And, and they're absolutely God, dropping passes. Guys, right? catch the fucking ball. Right. Most, like, I can't do it, but I'm not getting paid to do it. Okay? Yeah, most drop passes in the league, right? What's so that, he like has four Fs? He has every opportunity to blame them, but he's not doing it. Right? No. Taking the high road. Yeah, he's, he's finding reasons to do better rather than shoving the excuses off somewhere else. And so um, that is a key takeaway to, to walk away from that yeah. with, right? Yeah, 100%. Um, Reed, always, Reed always does really good in his press conferences, taking blame for stuff. Whenever a play call doesn't work out, he's like, yeah, I actually called that one. That was, that, I, that, that was bad. I shouldn't have done that, you know? Like, yeah, he, and he it's probably ownership. only 50%, but yeah, he's like, it starts at the top. Yeah. Right, you know? Like um, when your guys are making shitty sales or your guy tracks mud all over the floor, and then the customer calls in. Who fields that call? 
Well, our CSRs do. They pass it on to you, and then you take control, and you're like, hey, this is how we've got to mitigate. Like, yeah. if, you, if Mitch has to go over there and clean the mud off the floor, like, well, it doesn't matter. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? You just have to take responsibility as the owner yeah. or as the top dog. Right. Like, hey, we're going to make it right, and we're going to move on from this. Yeah. Even if I have to do it myself. So, yeah, and the big parallels here, like, for how it applies to your business is if you have employees – you cannot be in the habit of placing the blame for failure on your employees. You have to take the blame yourself. I have employees. If we go flood a house, that is my fault. Yeah. Even if I never set foot in that house. Yep. Doesn't it's matter. my fault because I employ the guy. I trained him. I trusted him. And so every action he does is a representation of me. And, and so I can't be like, well, he flooded a house like it's we flooded a house, right? Yeah. Austin's Austin said this before. Uh, this this runs around sports teams pretty rampantly um, on the fair weather type fans. When the team wins, it's we won. And when the team loses, it's they lost, right? Yeah. They include themselves in the win, but when their team loses, they put all the blame on the team. Yeah. Right. But but they're somehow feeling like they can include themselves in the win. Right. Yeah. And so you never want we won, they lost mentality in your business. It's we won or we lost. Right. Everything is we. Um, I've I've pretty much removed I from my vocabulary when I'm talking about our company. It's always we. And so much so like I did this long before our company even was in existence. I've done this for years before I even started our company. So like I've done this so much that when we were brand new in business and it was just me and my wife was answering phones, I would be telling customers like, yeah, we are replacing a sewer next week or yeah, we did this or we do that or whatever. And they'd be like, oh, how many plumbers do you have? And I'm like, oh, it's just me. We well, said we. Well, I just refer to the company as, as we. As we. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's so it's good when customers are recognizing that. Right. That it's a we thing. It's not an I thing. Um. So, you know, as we, we tend to talk about the Chiefs quite a bit, but mainly it's because there's parallels to business leadership going on there, right? So Mahomes is a champion, and if he wants to remain a champion, he's got to figure out a way to win through all this adversity, right? He has yeah. no deep ball, but he has a deep ball. He has got nobody to catch the deep ball. So he's yeah. got to find a way to win through that. This last game, he didn't have his best receiver, best running back, Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco. Did, didn't That's how him. we talk about him at the house. Yeah. When he runs, Layla yells, Pacheco! Yeah. She's... That guy runs with some anger, man. He is her favorite player. Yeah. I'm like, I, she has a Mahomes jersey. It's nice. It's high dollar. Sparkle 15 on it. Yeah. I'm like, who's your favorite player? Pacheco. Pacheco. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. She's like, dude. He's so tough. Yeah. Like, that's what she says. He's so tough. Yep. Like, it's, and, and he is. And He's a beast, dude. We He's didn't a have beast. Him, we didn't have him this last game, and Mahomes had to find a way to try to win without him, right? Yeah. Uh, so, like, I don't want to get into sports, but, like, Alaire played pretty well. Like, yeah. Yeah. That like, was probably he one averaged, of, I think he averaged almost six yards of whack. Yeah. So, yeah. That was one of Clyde's better performances. So I, I was glad to see him step up. Do you know why? Because after this year, He's going somewhere else. Yeah, like he's paying for he's playing for paychecks right now. Yeah, because he the first five he's been or four he's been garbage. Yeah, garbage. Yeah, hot, stinking, smelly garbage. Yeah. So and I thought he was going to be great too. I was like, yeah, that's an awesome draft. No, one of the garbage. one of the things that like I've never allowed sports on Sunday to affect my mood on Monday. 
No. Chiefs win or loss, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm still doing like my that thing, night. Right? You're kind of like uh, you're bummed, but it's like the next day, dude. You got work. Like, well, and like, so we're season ticket holders. Season tickets aren't cheap, especially we got four seats, right? So like, you can't buy those tickets and say like tell yourself that it's only worth it if we win. You know what I mean? No, because you're going for the experience. I'm going for the experience. I'm going for the camaraderie. I'm going for the fun. I'm going for the entertainment factor and everything. Win or lose, like I just enjoy it, right? Yeah, which and is so, which is why I don't have season tickets because I want I'm competitive and I want them to fucking win. Well, I want them to win too. And, and, and if they don't win and I've spent that money, I'm mad. So that's why I don't, yeah. I don't have like money. like don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, I, I'm not doing. I like it better when they win, right? Of course, who, who doesn't? But. I'm not like You're not a robot. Yeah. Well, and I'm not like yelling at people after the game if they lose. I'm not out there picking fights with people. No. I'm not, you know. And I wouldn't be that way either, but I'm just kicking my dog when I get home because my team you lost. You telling me you telling me it's not a little angrier on Sunday nights when they lose? No. No, no? it's no, it's just she might it is like what it. it is. I don't know what to tell you. I just you know, <laughs> yeah. you never know. So There's no telling what that crazy redhead likes. But with the <laughs> with the way that you the way that I analyze sports or look at sports, you know, um, yeah, I'm always looking for the leadership qualities that are coming out and all that stuff. So even when guys are being bad leaders, I'll point it out to my kids. I'm like, that is not good leadership. That guy has sucked yeah. ass all game long. He does one good play and he's out there flexing in front of the crowd like he's done something amazing. Yeah. It's like, dude, you got a long way to go. Celebrate well, when you win. Don't celebrate when you make one good play. <laughs> a whole nother topic, but yeah. yeah. Like it. I mean, I, I totally get keeping the morale up and everything well, else. You, the thing is, like, if if you've had a bad game and then you do something great, like, there's 80,000 people there. Yeah. Like, there aren't a lot of people that can just walk to the... You know what I mean? You know, up like, until... the, the amount of adrenaline that's rolling. Like, and I'm not even pretending like I know exactly what that feels like. Right. But, like, it it's, it's hard to contain. Like, I've played shows in front of people... Um, like 150, 200 people. It's not that. It's not that many. It's not. It's not greatly impressive. It's not. Yeah. But when you play a song that you wrote just in front of 150 or 200 people, and then like at the end of the, like the amount of adrenaline and the amount of satisfaction you get mm-hmm. is, like it's just a whole nother level. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like and so I I can't even imagine being in front of 80,000 people and you just ran a pick six back after getting burned seven times for a touchdown. You ever heard like Tiger Woods talk about that? It's hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to, I would think it's hard to not at least flex, glorify, run around with your teammates and celebrate. You know what I mean? I'm not saying doing it a hundred percent on your own, right? but, and, and don't, seen- and don't give me Tiger Woods because the guy's one of the top, 10 athletes in the history of all sports. Right, right. So like but somebody was asking you, him how he handles the but pressure. But for you to get there. Yeah. Somebody asked him how, to, how does he handle the pressure with all the people watching national TV, all the everything. What pressure? And he's like, it's the same shot whether everybody's watching or nobody's watching. Yeah. And, and I, so he, in other words, he's focused on the shot. He's not focused on what the crowd's going to think of his shot. Right. And so, like, that's the level of discipline that I appreciate in professional athletes is focus on the game and focus on playing the game to the best of your abilities, and the crowd will love you for that. Yeah. Don't don't go out and make one good tackle and then stop the whole game. And I, I can't remember who this player was. There was it was last year, there was this rookie player that 
like caught a ball or ran a ball and got to a first down, but they didn't have timeouts left. And they went crazy and cost them the, so he like stops with the ball and he poses and does like this arrow into the air. Meanwhile, the clock's running. Yeah. And his teammates had to like run over and grab the ball from him and go set it down. Cause it's so selfish. He's so selfish and so focused on celebrating his one good play that he pretty much cost his team the win. Yeah. Right. And and that's and that's the bottom five percent. Well, you see it all too often in sports. Like I get it that when you, you when you make a tackle, you're going to stand up, you're going to flex, you're going to go back, right? You're, oh yeah, cool, and then go back. It's the guys who drag it on. It's the guys who, instead of flexing to their teammates, they're turning to the crowd and flexing, or the the guys that yeah, you know. I mean, I get, I get the point. Yeah, the point I'm making is like neither one of us has been there. Like, how do you? Like the greatest of the greats of the greats, like when they did it the first time, they probably flexed. Yeah. And they were, you know what I mean? I but think it's a personality you, thing. Because like you, you never see linemen it, do it. Right? I mean, now, I've now seen D a lot. Linemen, you see I've them seen do it. a lot of offensive linemen like flat back a guy and then just look stare like like they do it like covert. Yeah. They just look over and they look down and they're like, What's up, bitch? Yeah. And then they just get up and walk away. I mean, you like, see, you'll see defensive linemen do it when they get a sack or whatever else. Yeah, like that, that's a little bit different, but yeah. Well, and they're it, placating to the crowd. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like you were saying before, like it's a business and it's entertainment for you to go watch. Yeah, like part of that entertainment are, like that's part of it is seeing the players like, ah, like if there was none of that and all they did was play the game and none of the players ever looked into the crowd, yeah. like you can't tell me that that wouldn't take away from the experience. Well, yeah, remember the COVID year when the fans weren't allowed in the stadiums? It was was some of the most boring games ever to watch. Yeah, and no one's, like, you wouldn't, like, say you went to one of those games, the COVID years, and you're the only person in the stands. Yeah. And you're sitting there, you're telling me you're getting the same value watching them as if the stadium was full? The answer's no. No, no, right. Because the entertainment and the placating and the the seeing the overtime, we're completely getting off topic. Like, the whole... The whole part of it that is entertainment is that guy didn't do anything. He just walked to the side. That guy went way over the top. Oh, my God. The drama. This guy didn't do anything. Oh, okay. This guy went way well, over the top. Over the, oh, here, my God. The me, drama. Like that is, that's part of the, that's part of the nostalgia that is going to the game and watching sports like but we don't want to see here's the thing we don't we, we don't, don't buy see. tickets and go to the games so we can watch celebrations in the end zone we buy games and or we buy tickets and go to games so we can watch amazing plays right so like take isaiah pacheco for example that's not true though because like since they so since they've changed the rules to be more offensive friendly and the t- touchdowns have gone up Viewership's gone up. Right. Ticket sales have gone up. So I'm not going to... So you can't... like Touchdowns, though. Not because of celebrations, because of touchdowns. They're the, the people are fans because they want to watch the amazing plays, you not say, the celebration. Like, you say that, but my girl scored... A, uh, she had two hat tricks this weekend. Right. And when she scored one of her goals, she did the gritty. Because why? Because she is... Let me finish. I get it. Because she is watching the celebrations. The celebrations for those of us that are adults but have small little kid brains, not me, 
Like they're what you know what I mean. They love yeah. that drama part of it. Right. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that that's not part of it. The celebrations, it's, like it's it icing starts, on the cake. It starts somewhere, and then it moves forward. And depending on like, here's here's are, here's your example of why celebrations aren't needed. And I'm not saying I, I don't want to act like I'm bashing on celebrations. I'm bashing on the guys that celebrate when they've done one small piece. You know, you got a whole game. Right, you get an entire game. The objective is to win the game. The objective isn't to make one tackle. The objective isn't to make one catch. Yeah. Right. If you drop the last three passes and then you catch one, you have not earned the right to go celebrate like you've done something amazing. You're still digging out of a three-drop hole. You know what I mean? So take Pacheco for example. Why do people like Pacheco? Because he runs hard. He runs hard. He runs through people. He never, ever stops. But what happens after the game or after the tackle, after the play? He pops up and he sprints back to the huddle. No celebration, no flexing, no, no let me pause and take this spotlight and put it on me. He pops up and he runs back to the huddle with the exact same vigor that he just ran through the defender with. Like, I don't want to call you a liar, but... Except the Green Bay game. I have seen him get up and flex. I have seen him get up and walk three yards forward and go first down. I have seen him get up and stand up there. He didn't flex, but he does he does like one of these and he stands out there. So those are those are like it doesn't it's the same thing. It's it's the same thing. It's so and and back to the, the excessive ones. And, and, right, the and, ones where like the defense makes a great play and they run eighty fucking yards across the field to the end zone so they can go celebrate together in front of a. Well, camera. they have to celebrate as a team because the NFL made a rule. I understand. So they that. have to do something like that's and and for the and for the defense, I will say like I get that more than I get the NFL the offensive ones because the defense literally doesn't have that chance. Like yeah. they may get three of those a year. Maybe, yeah. Like, they've worked so hard all year that they may get three of those chances. Yeah. And half of the players that play defense aren't on the field even for those. I know. Because they're rotating in and out. Like, I get that more than the offensive players doing it. What's wild is half the time that's going on, that team is losing. Yeah. And it's like, all right, are so we, it are it we makes balancing you more... between, like, getting morale back up and getting some momentum, or are we celebrating an instant instead of celebrating a game. You know what I mean? So it makes you more mad that it's a selfish act than that it's celebrating. It's It makes me, it, it, it frustrates me that it, it's borderline selfish, but it's also like you're not celebrating the right thing. Like I recognize that you did something good for sure. But like, what do you if, mean celebrating the right thing? If I have a monthly sales goal, let's just say a hundred thousand dollars, a monthly sales goal. And I come out day one and I do $4,000 day one. That puts me on pace for my goal. Yeah. Okay. Now 5,000 would, most months have 20 days in them. So $5,000 in day one. You don't see me running around and buying drinks and popping bottles and celebrating like we just hit the monthly goal. It's like, cool. That's one step in the right direction. Let's keep going. Yeah, but right? you can't, like, you can't antiquate that to sports because that would be like at the end of the game, You've won, and you go out there and run around like a crazy maniac. That would, everyone would say that's bad sportsmanship. You I know mean, what I mean? So celebrating, so celebrating one play, like if they didn't celebrate any plays, and then at the end of the game they ran out there and they were like, 
Wah! Ah! Everything's great. And they went down and they took their, like, everyone would say that's bad sportsmanship because they didn't just go across and well, congratulate the other part, team. Part of it is they're damned if they do and they're damned if they don't. Well, and that's what I'm... It, the critics are just going to have their like, way with them no matter what. Well, and the thing is, like, I, like, just to, like, we're going to wrap this up and move on, but, like, I get the, like, what you were saying earlier about for you NFL is entertainment and but it's not entertaining for you when they come out there and they're all over the top and blah blah but for half of the people watching the game like they're into that over the top celebration yeah as much as the players like that's why a lot of people and I don't get it because like the first 15 rows of the touchdown of the end zones Mm -hmm. are always sold out and they're like some of the hottest tickets ever instead of the 50 yard line. Cause you miss half of the game. Yeah. But the thing is they want touchdowns and they want to celebrate those touchdowns with the players. Right. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I mean, I get it. I just, there's, you just don't like it. No, no, it's, <laughs> it, it's just, if, if I expect a lot of a sales guy and he does one good sale and we're expecting a hundred sales. Yeah. Don't celebrate. Like you just made a hundred sales on your first one. Like get back out and recognize it, learn from it. Get back out there and keep working. Well, and that's until what, you hit the big goal instead of the. And that's my that's my know. point. You can't antiquate that to sports because they're just they're two apples and oranges as far as only the celebrations go. Like yeah. there are a lot of parodies, but as far as celebrations go, you just can't do that. Yeah, like it's just not like it's, at the end it's of the, athletic entertainment at, is what you're saying. Exactly at the end of the month, you celebrate the sales. At the end of the game, you don't celebrate the win in front of your opponent. You go into the locker room and celebrate with your teammates. You just do it throughout the game instead. <laughs> That's right. You do it throughout the game. Well, just, unlike sports or like, unlike sales, like you don't you don't celebrate every right win. Right. Well, just for me, it's a just celebrate modest moderately. You know, say if you come back and you you've been down and you finally get something, maybe it's a flex, but it's like right back to it. And then at the, then if you win the game, then more celebration. Yeah, and it's right. so it's so weird too cuz like I don't like I don't celebrate anything. Like I just Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't. Like well, if, I mean if I have a great sale, like the the most celebrating I've ever done in business is like Hey, if you like what you're hearing on The Void and you want even more info, we just started a mentorship program specifically for trades professionals to start their business or to get their business to an incredibly healthy position. So if you'd like more info, click on the link in the description of this show. One week I did like 50000 and I had like three customers paying cash. And I was like... That's I, cool. I Yeah, I took, yeah. I took my wife out. I took my brother out. Right. I think my I think my dad might have went, and I was like, "Hey, let's let's go out and have a nice dinner." Like that was the most that I ever mm-hmm. cel- You know what I mean? Yeah. F- celebrated for business. Yeah. That was like that's it. Yeah. I mean, we so we we do find time to celebrate, but it's not off daily shit. It's like we hit a monthly goal or we hit an annual goal or or whatever the case may be. Yeah. It's big stuff. Yeah. It's not. Let's go out and pop bottles because we put a water heater in today. You know what I mean? Man, it's how like, cool with that? Let's be? go pop <laughs> bottles because we put a hundred water heaters in this month or something like that. I would so, love that though. Like if every like if as a young plumber, every time I put in a water heater sale, like someone rolled over the bottle of Dom and they're that, like, put the boom. That'd like, be like Groundhog Day, that'd be you know? Fucking awesome. Well, I mean, yeah. I think what we do is just you know it gets posted in the chat like nice, nice. That's the, the extent of yeah. Because I mean, 
It's not like I'm running over to the neighbor's house going, You should. Maybe you should. That'd be awesome. That would be funny. Next time he makes a sale, make him take his shirt off and run around and flex on somebody and video. Paint my logo on my chest Yeah, and video it. Yeah, just a big green S. That'd be funny. Awesome. He's doing it All at right. the customer. Like, no, no, Mitch, we don't, we don't, we didn't win against them. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's a great next idea. next topic. So, um, two shows ago, um, I cramped up in the middle of the show, like bad cramped. Yeah, uh, damn near made me pass out. Right, and we I were talking it. about it about. 75 hard, and, you know, everything, and a lot of times your cramps are caused by dehydration and all this stuff. Well, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not shy about this. I talk about it all the time. I go to supplement super stores for all of my, like, protein and supplement stuff, right? And the reason I go to supplement super stores is I get because Walgreens. their customer service is second to none, and their product quality is amazing. Well, stop. Okay. Are, are you getting out free advertisement right now? Yes. Absolutely. Where's my... Share. Yeah. This is a partnership. <laughs> if I'm not getting nothing, this ain't hey, going out. I ain't getting nothing. You're not getting nothing. So. You just said you were doing it because you were getting something. No, no. I'm giving out advertising. I'm not getting anything for it. Oh. So. Uh, I'll just log out for a few minutes in my we, brain. You know, I cramp up, damn near pass out. We keep the show rolling. Everything else goes on, right? It was pretty fun. Well, <laughs> one of my guys at the store that I go to for supplement superstores here in Blue Springs, his name is Michael Willett. Um, he listens to the show. Nice. And so... Michael, I could use some protein, bro. Well... I love protein powder. Here's what happens. A couple of days after that show airs, he listens to it. I'm away at work. Doorbell rings. It's Michael. Mm, Comes to my house. Looking for that redhead. Delivers... (laughs) Delivers some hydration packets that are specifically designed to help with cramping. Because when you're drinking a gallon of water a day, you're getting a little diluted, so they're making sure you get yeah. your electrolytes back in. You can't drink that much water. Hand delivers a, a packet or a box of hydration packets. Free on the house. Hey, listen to the show. Heard Mitch cramp up real bad. That's, you know, Where sounded horrible. Mine? You didn't cramp up. God, man. Hey, so I got to suffer to get stuff? No. Here's what you got to do to get. So outside of all of that, like you want to talk about amazing customer service. That's good customer service. He saw an opportunity where he was needed and he jumped in without even asking and just did it. I'll give you that. So I'll accept that. That the very next day, um, I run him up a couple of t-shirts. He's been asking me for a couple of times anyway, since I've been in there. He's like, hey, you got any more of those fixed pipes, pet dogs, t-shirts? I'd love to have one. Should have gave him some void shirts. So I gave him some... Some fixed pipes, pet dogs, t-shirts. We got all those void shirts. I, can, I could do that too. Yeah, you should have gave him some void shirts. Fuck pet, but, uh, fixed pipes, pet dogs. Um, I don't get any money from that. <laughs> I'm trying to get in touch with his boss to to send the word to his boss, but his boss won't answer me back on Messenger. <laughs> I message him both on Facebook and on Instagram. He's like, he won't message this me back. ass bag. Yeah. <laughs> but that is like the quintessential <laughs> definition of ultra, ultra customer service. Yeah. Right? For and, sure. and we're in the business of customer service. And so uh, if you're listening to this show, constantly be looking for badass opportunities to deliver amazing customer service. And it's, it comes out of nowhere. And usually what it is is that little fleeting thought that comes into your head where you're like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I did this? You should absolutely do it. Don't even hesitate. Yeah, and then you don't do don't it. Don't think about it. Just do it, right? Yeah. So, like, we have custom dog treats made. You know, be, our whole slogan is, like, our, we've trademarked the slogan, Fix Pipes, Pet Dogs. 
And so we have these custom dog treats made. And we got a split batch. Some of them say Fix Pipes Pet Dogs on them. Some of them just have our Smedley Plumbing logo on them. And, and some of them are smeared we, all and don't work. Well, some of them were free. a failed batch yeah. <laughs> that didn't work, right? Gunner um, got those. Um, so we got we, a lot of them too. <laughs> we give those out to our customers, right? And we have a very specific process for how we give them out and everything else. Like, you know, customer service only, like amazing customer service experiences only happen if the customer's aware of it, right? So for instance, if you go down to the basement, little old lady, Maybe she can't even get down to the basement. She's got problems in her basement that she's not even, not even aware of because she can't get down there. If if they're minor problems, you know, light bulbs being out or whatever, like you just take care of them. Or you go upstairs and you say, hey, do you have any extra light bulbs? You got some out downstairs. And I'm, I'm assuming you probably don't go down there much. I'll change them while I'm down there, right? Yeah. That's a customer service factor, right? That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a cool thing you can do. Another thing that we'll do uh, on a fairly common basis you go out of a uh, customer's storm door, and the shock on the storm door isn't adjusted right. So it either doesn't close or yeah. it's like slamming, right? Yeah. Well, the sh- it's a screwdriver. You adjust the shock, make it stiff, make it, you yeah. know, whatever. I, I do that all the time. I do it because I have me. to go. Yeah. I'm going it's in and out of that me. door 20 times. Yeah, it's for me. <laughs> I want the door to close properly. So, yeah. but, or, or stay open. Yeah, but, like, yeah. Yeah, but I don't, I don't adjust it and not tell the customer anything. No, at the end of the job, you say, hey, I adjusted your storm door because it sounded like it was slamming real hard, and I just I didn't want it to break while I was in and out. Yeah. So if you see something different, I did it. And most of the time, that customer is going to be like, I've been on my husband to do that for five months, and he hasn't done it. Like, thank you, right? Yeah. They they freaking love it, right? Give them the finger for me. Thanks. See it. (laughs) Looking out for opportunities to where you can service your customer in ways that they didn't call you for and that they never expected is – that's how you get five-star reviews. <clears throat> That's how you get them to recommend you to your fam- their family and friends is when you go above and beyond, right? So, and this isn't under-promise and over-deliver because nobody wants to be under-promised anything, right? This is promise and still over-deliver. We don't under-promise. We promise amazing service. Yeah. And then we still find ways to go above and beyond, right? Yeah. So, uh, huge shout out to Supplement Superstores and Mike Willett. Mike, uh, I'll be looking for whatever free stuff you're going to give me, buddy. So, uh, well, help me out on on that topic. If uh, you ever shopped there, they might know who you are. That's true. They might know how to find you. That's true. They might, and they might know what supplements you might need. Right? Mike knows my full getup. He knows exactly what I get every time I go in there. He knows everything. I just take and so I take vitamin D and some protein powder. That's all I take. Okay, I do take. Uh, like just a men's daily for guys over 40. Hit them up. Check them out. Over if you 40. want to see some badass service, go to Supplement Superstores. Yeah, so. God, I don't want to pay badass prizes. I'm such a All tight right. ass. <laughs> Last topic. <laughs> like I'm just Client tight. gifts. You're talking about... Like when is it appropriate to give clients a gift? You mean like, like your customers for the last year? For the yeah. last month? For the last week? Client. Your top 10? Client. Never. They should be giving me gifts. Well, <laughs> so this this subject has come up now that we're near the holidays, right? There's yeah, you know, Christmas cards going out and stuff like that. And this subject has come up in a couple of circles I'm in, and ultimately it's like, when is it appropriate to give clients gifts? And and a lot of these people kind of default to, well, if the client spent a lot of money with us, we'll get them a gift. And I can I can get that. I can totally get into that. 
However, <laughs> yeah. the gift thing has more to do with like a repeat client than like a one-time client, right? If somebody buys a $15,000 sewer replacement from me, the gift I got them was a high-quality sewer replacement that's going to last forever, right? If I padded money into the estimate to go buy them a $100 or $200 gift, then some customers might look through that and be like, well, I would have rather than just discounted the price of the job by this much. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, with that said, yeah. let me talk about some notable gifts I've received as a client. So one of my Apex buddies um, asked me a favor. So he, he coaches small businesses. And he had a plumbing client as a small business that he was coaching. And this plumbing client was having a problem getting over a hurdle, and he wasn't wanting to listen to his coach because his coach isn't really in that space. And so his coach hits me up and says, hey, would you mind jumping on a Zoom call at your availability with me and my client because I'm trying to get him past this hurdle and he's just not wanting to listen to me, right? And so we get on the Zoom call, 30 minutes, get on the Zoom call. I help work him through that basically telling him the same thing as coach had been telling him. It just plays different coming from a plumber yeah. that's more successful than he was currently at the time. Yeah. He was right? obviously not accepting the coaching, right? That's a whole nother topic that's a for whole, another day. Exactly. Move on. So yes. <clears throat> within 45 minutes of that zoom call being over, my doorbell rings and somebody dropped off two primo ribeye steaks. So my buddy that's in apex Oh, he sent you some meat? He DoorDashed or Grubhubbed or whatever. From Price Chopper? From... Or like, like one of the meat marketplaces? No, this I think this was Price Chopper. Okay. Um, Dude, some of those places like Farewell, Fairway... Um, get out of here. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah, so like that's a badass gift, right? Now, that was, that was like, hey, thanks for helping me out. Here is a nice gesture, right? Um, my website yes. and SEO guy. Um, when I brought him on after getting fucked over by my marketing agency, I bring him on and we get all things hashed out. We're on the same page. Best, one of the best like website and, and SEO relationships I've ever had. And after mm -hmm. like, so he's based out of Canada and I actually had a hard time paying him his first bill. Like, cause he's out of, country, because he's yeah. out of the country. My card wasn't wanting to work with their card. My bank and their bank had like this bad relationship. And I'm like, like, like I couldn't pay him. Yeah, like, what do you want me to do? Bro? Right. And so he was super flexible with it. He was totally understanding and everything else. Gotta we were in the process of changing banks. So we changed banks and got it all paid and everything was fine. Um, he ends up mailing me a grill set that's that's custom engraved on the front of it that says fix pipes and pet dogs. Oh, nice. Because he knows that I cook my team breakfast every Wednesday morning. And he was yeah. like, hey, I figured you could get some use out of this, Right. And ironically, I've never even used them. I bring them out all the time. Because they're awesome. Because they're and so awesome. I don't want to yeah, 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 use them, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. I, I texted him about that the other day. I'm like, Lewis, you got me these badass things, and I take pictures of them, and I share them on my story and everything else, but I haven't used them. And it's, it's yeah, like, like I just don't like want if to. You had, like if you had, I shouldn't say that because you have a cool office, but like if you had a pimping office that you were in a lot, like they'd be in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'd be on display. Yeah, they'd yeah, be yeah. on display. Yeah. So... Yeah, client gifts are kind of weird. Well, and, um, and I will say this. Like, the problem with businesses and gifts or clients and gifts or people that have done work for you and gifts is people have forgotten the real meaning of 
a gift. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what you were just saying with those two examples is those were real gifts that someone thought through and were like, hey, thank you so much for going out of your way. Right. To help me. Yeah. That's what a real gift is. And it wasn't. Are you interrupting me? No. Well, I'm I'm adding. (laughs) I'm adding. It's not only the thank you for going out of your way and all that stuff. There's a a tremendous amount of thought that goes into the gift. It's not like they mailed me a $25 Amazon gift card. Yes. Right. And and the the barbecue set. It's I mean, it's. It's probably not ultra expensive. It's the thought and the characteristics and, and everything else that goes along with it. Yeah. And right. it's really and like you were just saying, the thought of the gift. Like, uh, so uh, for instance, in, in trade wins, okay, we've never had a like, hey, if you get someone to sign up, you get this. Or mm-hmm. if, you, you know, like there's no, there's no affiliate deal. Affiliate there's program. no nothing, right? Right. Um, one of our members, uh, Brett Rim, mm-hmm. Rimmelsberger from Florida, he got two people to sign up for us, not by it being a sales pitch, not by anything like, hey, yeah, this is what these guys are doing. I think that would be a good fit. Yeah, here's the value. You know, so he so I sent him two hundred dollars worth of Amazon gift cards just as, hey, get what you want. And there's no there's no deal, there's no nothing. It was just thank you mm-hmm. for taking the time to go out of your way. Yeah. And share your experience. Like it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't necessarily, like you were saying, have to do with the gift. It has to do with you notice someone going above and beyond. Yeah. And then you taking extra time and money to say thank you for doing that. Right. Like, right. so when, and I think where you're going with this, we didn't talk about it before the show, but um, like where I think you're going with this is like if you just sell out, or if you send out, I'm trying to think of a good example without getting anybody in trouble here. Um, like when we get, so Janine and I have, you know, some financial advisors and all this, mm-hmm. and then you just get the random Christmas card, right? Yeah. That there's not, it's not even handwritten. Right. Like there's no signature or nothing. And they're like, hey, thank you for being a part of it. And they, there's a $20 Starbucks gift card in there, or, mm-hmm. you know, something stupid. Like that's not a gift. Yeah. Like all that is is a corporate. We do this every year. Thank you. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I appreciate it, right? But that doesn't imprint on my brain as someone going out of their way and sending me a grill tong set that's engraved that was only five bucks, right? And I'm just saying that I don't yeah, know what yeah, it yeah. was, yeah. but you know what I mean. It's not the amount; it's the thought. The thought and the effort and yeah. the them going above and beyond. Th- and actually thanking you from their heart, right. that's a gift. So that's on, the reason for the season. On the topic of gifts, my thought, so, my thought with gifts If is, I ramble too much there, I apologize. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> my thought with gifts are, like, I'm not a big gift giver. However, when the right gift comes along for the right person, I get crazy excited about it, right? So, like, my wife and I, we, we might not get each other things for Christmas, and it's not because, like, we don't get people gifts because we feel obligated to get them gifts. You we get them a them... gift because it fits perfectly for exactly. the situation. When the right thing comes along, we get it and, and all of that stuff. So, like, yeah. if I don't get a gift for Christmas for my wife, I don't really care. I would much rather not get a gift than get something that she got just because she couldn't find anything else. Do you know what I mean? Is yeah. It, if that makes sense? Yeah. No, it may, and, it's 100%. Like, if I, if, if I had said to Mitch six months ago, dude, you know what? I've always wanted a Henry lever action 30 30 and i right. said it one time 
and then for Christmas he like got it for me. Like that would move me to tears. Like, oh, right, dude, I said that one time. We've never talked. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and with spouses, it's different too. Well, like, like we, I mean, you when know, you're grown ass adults, like if I want something, I can just go get it. Yeah, I, I got money. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's 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 gift giving is kind of weird. So on this topic, uh, I got a surprise for you, Dave. Oh yeah. Yeah. You got something for me? Oh man. Did he buy me something? What is Oh dude, that is so cool. I got you a Kleenex box. Oh. Custom man. engraved. And it's actually a biometric safe. Dude. Dude, that is so dope. How about that? Custom engraved with the Void logo on the end. It's got American flags on the side. As of right now, it's programmed for anybody's fingerprint. But if you, uh, Dude, uh, you, you is... read the instructions, you figure out how to program it to your fingerprint. Dude, that is... <laughs> so, like I was saying, when the right gift comes along... Dude, that's one of the coolest gifts I've ever... Yeah. You know, I, your bathroom gun, your shower gun, your front door gun, your back door Anything. gun. Anything, and your it lets you gun. put a short Kleenex. Yeah, you got a little Kleenex boxes in there that you can put, so people don't realize that it's not a full. Like, yeah. so if you're not watching on YouTube, you yeah. should be nobody, watching on nobody YouTube. Nobody walking like, into that's your. That's what I'm saying. Like, nobody walking into your house is going to know that that's not a Kleenex box. Dude, I'm almost crying. This <laughs> is like one of the coolest gifts I've ever got. And so that's. You know, this this wasn't really planned for the conversation to go like that, but dude, did, that is so fucking cool. This is one of those things that I'm talking about where like when the right opportunity comes along, you just do it. You just go for it and do it uh, to make sure that that you're giving the gift of, of thoughtfulness. So, uh, dude, thank, yeah. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. <laughs> God damn Look at it. that. I made him cry. Made me cry on the show today. <laughs> dude, that is so fucking now. cool, dude. Yeah, not, Hey, you need a tissue? God damn it, Mitch. You use like 14 Dude, of them. Dude, that is so fucking cool. I've never <laughs> even seen that. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's custom built, hand built. So, <sighs> Dude, that is so fucking cool. Yep. God, you're the, a good friend. The guy who makes those. So if you're watching mm. on YouTube, and I know Austin's going to make a short about this. Yeah, gonna, I know he is I'm too. Gonna I'm give, trying to hold it together as good mm. as best as I can. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, Dude, that is so fucking awesome. I'm going to pimp Seriously. the guy that makes this. His name's Lloyd. Um, he's a is buddy of mine. Lloyd Jackson? Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. And uh, he owns a company called The Carpenter's Way. And we'll put a link to his stuff in the description of this show. Uh, because he does, like, he's, he's got so a meeting. That is so fucking cool, dude. He's got a meeting with Frontier Justice um, after the oh, first about of the keeping year. Him at the, it, to sell, sell these. him at Frontier? Yeah. Oh, that'd be fucking cool as shit. And he does all this other stuff, too. Like, have you ever seen those badass videos where somebody's like, Amazon, show me the gun, or uh, Alexa, show me the guns, right? And, oh yeah, yeah, and all of a sudden drawers start opening yeah. up from pieces yeah. of furniture. So he does that. Um, Dude, this is so fucking cool. He used to build oh, safe rooms God. and private rooms in people's houses to where you would, you'd have to like lift this book forward and then twist this knob and like it's even like a a passcode to even get into the safe room. Lloyd Jamaica at gmail dot com. Yeah, uh, I'm just reading the car. I just yeah. Well, he's, cool. he sent me over some links to his stuff, so I'll make sure Austin gets that in the description of the show. I'll put him on the but, uh, I'll put him on the Field Pulse website or Field Pulse <laughs> Tradewinds website too. Yeah, dude, that is cool as shit. It's pretty cool. Thanks, man. So yeah, that is the, uh, that is. 
You know, and I've been, what's weird is I've been thinking about, you know, they have all those ones that are black and ugly, like to keep on my nightstand, yeah. but it's like, it's obvious. Yeah. You know, like you can't keep something in there. Now you can. This is amazing. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. No, so. it's not pretty sweet. It's fucking cool as shit. <laughs> so those, those that are flag on that side's backwards. It, it doesn't make sense, but it's symmetrical with the other side. Um, it does make sense. So when, so soldiers, they wear the flag on their right shoulder. So the flag is always advancing forward. So is that the flag the, is always advancing forward. Gotcha. That's like that's the way I think Jeep does it when the flags are on one side of the vehicle. When they're on they're, the right side, they're moving they're, forward. They're going the other way. Yeah. Yep. Like so, Dustin yeah. Rose, like he would wear his. I'm like, dude, why is that messed up? He's like, dude, the flag's always going forward, bro. Yeah. Like makes if sense. you're on that side, that's where it's going. Yeah, makes sense. Thanks, man. So that is so yeah. fucking cool. How about that? Great way to close out the show, huh? <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Got me. <laughs> got him. Do you knew he got this? Got, no. I didn't like the thing is I've I noticed it down there, but I just you know how me. He didn't notice what it was. Dude, that is that is probably so, so like we were talking about gifts. That is like one of the coolest gifts I've ever got. That's and that's and it's like and what you were talking about, like like I would have never expected you to get me something. Right. Right. And it's one of those things where when you when I saw the opportunity, it's like the stars align where you see the opportunity and yeah. you know the perfect person that would love that. And it's yeah. like, you just get it. And even if you don't even have a reason to get them a gift, it's like, that means more to them than going and buying them a fucking oh, sweater course. at Christmas because you felt obligated yeah. hey, to thanks. get them a sweater. Yeah, thanks for the, like, even if, <sighs> I don't want to, like, give a bad example, but, like, you know you have to get your employees something. Yeah. You know, but if those gifts aren't great and yeah. they just expect something, that's just not as heartfelt as yep. something they didn't expect that was cheap. So this show should air on, what, Thursday or Friday? Uh, this Saturday, so the day after this show airs, we got our company Christmas party. Oh, cool. Pretty stoked about what we got lined up for our guys. Oh, we can't so, talk about it, can we? We they can't talk about it show. yet. Well, and one of them's sitting here. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so. that's right. I, well, you know, you say that, but I always kind of think that he's privy to a nope. lot of information because he's here at the house with you and it, you know what I mean? Nope. Yeah. Like so, I always think he probably knows a little bit of the insider jargon of what's yeah, going on. I, no, we got. I'm I'm pretty like a space cadet, so like he could have had a brand new TV, and I was been like, yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm so space cadet. <laughs> yeah, so, we got we awesome. got some cool awards we're handing out. We've got some, oh really? We got some other stuff. Yeah, giving out some trophies. We got a badass party bus that we're picking everybody up in, so everybody enjoys cool. the night safely. That'll be cool. You know, yeah. I've been thinking about, um, it's it's weird that you brought this up, but I've been thinking about, like, what are we going to do for trade wins? It's like nothing comes to me. Like, yeah. what, what do I do? Do I, you know what I mean? We'll figure something out. I just, yeah, I just, nothing, nothing makes sense. Yeah. So, well, maybe next year. We'll see. That'll about wrap too. it up for this show. If this show brought you value, if this show made you think about things in a different light, uh, please do us a favor and help share this show with somebody else who might need it. Um, a couple of ways you can share the show. You can post it on your social media. You can find us. You can find our short video clips that we post on either the Void um, Facebook page or or my own personal Facebook page or Instagram page, and you can share those. Um, or if this show brought you enough value or you know somebody that could benefit from this show, you literally pull your phone out, you hit the share button, and you text them this episode, and you say, hey, they yeah. talked about this thing in this show that you would love, so listen to it right yep so uh and if you want a cool handmade wooden biometric safe that looks like a kleenex box dude it's cl is cool as shit click on the link in the description of the show I'm and you can get set up with lloyd and get them all fixed up so it's fucking cool man until next week guys we will see you later love you guys